Chapter 10. Excellent job. A student carrying a large tuba clapped Victoria on the shoulder. You pulled that off with a bang, he guffawed as he joined the other brass players backstage. Yes, yeah, snapping good performance, Franklin said as he sauntered down the hall. Lay off her, will you? Jerry glared at the bassist, then glanced at Victoria. She looked like she might curl up in a ball and hide in the bathroom. Jerry wanted to beat the tar out of Franklin. He'd watched the two of them switch their instruments back after the Saint-Saëns. Thank goodness another violinist had lent her an extra E-string to finish the concert. Jerry reached for her arm. Want to grab a drink at Café Chocolat? Yes, please. Anything to get out of here. I figured. That's why I got this for you. He extended her case to her. She set it on the table and tucked away her violin. She pulled out the fragments of broken string that protruded from her orchestra folder. What do you think would have caused it to break? She fingered the pieces of string. I changed the whole set a couple of months ago, just before the start of term. The E should have lasted longer. Jerry reached for the wiry fragments and examined them for a few seconds. From the looks of these, the string had already begun to unravel. He handed them back. How much have you practiced over the past couple of months? She shrugged. A normal amount. He raised his eyebrows. Okay, a lot, but still. A streak of blood was smeared on her cheek where the string had slashed it. He brushed her skin, rubbing it away. There, all better, he smiled. I think that's the last of the blood. She flinched. What blood? The caked blood where the string hit you. Oh, how mortifying. I must look awful. She reached for his shoulder to steady herself. Let's leave before I'm obligated to talk to anyone else. All right. He put his arm around her waist and ushered her to the door. As the pair stepped inside the cafe, a strong wave to pumpkin and coffee greeted Jerry's nose. People in costume filled every inch of the place. A swarm of sorority girls in yellow tutus and black leotards hoisted a girl in a tiara and a sash that read, Queen Beta Bee. Another group of girls in short-skirted white nursing gowns flirted with several boys dressed in medical scrubs. Why is that guy wearing a white cardboard scale with under 21 printed on it? Victoria gestured at the awkward student who'd struggled to walk through the door in his boxy costume. Don't you recognize him? Jerry asked. He's a freshman trombone player. Victoria squinted. What's he supposed to be? A minor scale. Jerry laughed. Good one. Victoria chuckled as she stepped up to the counter where Marie, a cowgirl hat cocked askew over her ponytail, poured drinks. Howdy, partner. Jerry grinned. What's with the hat? Marie rolled her eyes. The boss insists we dress up. Where's the rest of your costume? Victoria eyed Marie's t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers. It was either the hat or these cat ears. Marie held up a headband with two furry triangles which she settled on Victoria's head. Meow, Jerry said. She punched him playfully on the shoulder. Where's your costume, Jerry? I don't do costumes, only tuxedos, he straightened his bow tie. But you look perfect. Just no cat fights, all right? I don't want to clean more blood off you tonight. What? Marie leaned forward on the counter. Victoria shuffled her feet. My string broke in the middle of... Bonjour! 
Jerry turned at the sound of the familiar voice. Adrian struck a pose, hand on hip, faux pearls draped over her black concert dress. A cloche hat hugged her temples, and black Mary Jane heels adorned her feet. Jerry laughed. What are you supposed to be? Je suis Coco Chanel. Can't you tell? Adrian twirled, the little black dress clinging to her hips. Victoria shrugged. I see nothing out of the ordinary. Jerry chuckled as he removed his tux jacket. Do you want a pumpkin spice latte, Mademoiselle Coco? Marie tipped her cowgirl hat. Adrian shook her head. No, I'll take a double shot of espresso and a croissant. Victoria scrunched up her nose. That'll keep you up half the night. Too much caffeine. I'd like a caramel apple cider. And for you, Jerry? Marie asked as she poured Adrian's double shot. Plain coffee's fine. He leaned on his cello case as he examined the desserts. And a slice of pumpkin bread. Good choice, Marie smiled. I made it earlier today. It's to die for. Victoria pointed to an empty table next to a couple of guys, one dressed as a train and the other as an elephant with giant ears. What in the world? Let me guess, Jerry stroked his chin. Engineers. That's hilarious, Adrian laughed. Eddie would love it. After they settled into green vintage chairs, Victoria rounded on Adrian. When did you decide to sign up for the concerto competition? Adrian's fingers traced the felt trim of her hat. When Mr. Vachov announced it in class. How amazing to perform a solo in front of hundreds of people. Her eyes glazed over in a dreamy fashion. Imagine gliding on stage in a fabulous gown, all eyes on you, the chance to play a solo with the orchestra. I'm not so sure I'd go so far as to wear a sparkly gown, Jerry said as he unlatched his cufflinks. <laughs> Victoria giggled, then turned to her sister. Do you already have a song in mind, Adrian? Yes, she twirled her string of faux pearls. Berlioz, Harold en Italie. Victoria scratched her head. Never heard of it. She looked sexy in those black cat ears. I loved Berlioz's Symphonie Fantastique. Adrian's eyes twinkled with excitement. So I researched to see if he'd written anything for viola, and I found Harold en Italie. Of course, I listened to the work right away, and it was perfect. It fits me like a glove. It's about the composer's journey through Italy. I can imagine myself traveling through Europe. What a wonderful adventure. Jerry took a deep breath. If Adrian set her mind on something, she wouldn't give up without an argument. There might be a catfight after all. He'd better not mention that he'd signed up, too. The cowgirl hat caught his eye as Marie brought over a tray of steaming drinks. Victoria, what happened with your solo? Marie passed Jerry his coffee. My E-string broke. Marie nearly tipped the drinks off the tray, but leveled it just in time. Your string broke during your solo? How dreadful. Victoria scowled. Yes, let's continue to relive it for good times. Do you know why it happened? Adrian held the tiny espresso cup to her lips. Was the string old? Victoria sighed. It looked worn. Why didn't you change your strings before the concert? Adrian bit into the flaky croissant. I saw Franklin restring his backstage before we went on. Victoria took another sip of the warm cider. I changed mine a couple of months ago. They should have... Wait, what did you say? Her cup froze midair. Franklin changed his strings? How? Where? Adrian rubbed her chin. 
bangles clanking together on her wrist. By the table, with the sign-up sheet. I can't believe you didn't see him. He was standing right behind you. Jerry's mind raced with the chronology of events. He'd talked to Victoria right before she'd signed up. She'd set her violin on the table. Franklin wouldn't have dared change her string literally behind her back, would he? His blood boiled at the thought. He wouldn't put it past him. Adrian glanced at the clock, then popped up. I'd better go, she smoothed the folds in her dress. My art class is throwing a costume party tonight. I've already missed half of it because of the concert, but I want to make an appearance. Her dress swished at her sides, and her heels clicked as she hurried away. Can you believe it? Jerry pounded his coffee on the table. I bet Franklin swapped your good string for an old one. Marie took a sip of the cider. Surely not. Why would he do that? Jerry pursed his lips. Because he's pure evil? Or jealous, Marie muttered. Either way, he won't get away with it. He can't have the last say. Victoria drummed her fingers on the table. Somehow I'll win that competition. I'll practice so much, Franklin and Adrian won't stand a chance. Jerry took a sip of coffee. Definitely not the time to tell her. Cat claws would attack for sure.